listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 2nd of June 2022. Later, BHP shareholders get their bonus Woodside shares, but first to your retirement and the rising cost of living. The Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia says retirees who are coupled need around $65,000 a year to live a comfortable lifestyle. That's an increase of 4.2% at the same time last year. For singles, it's around 47000 a year, an increase of 4.7%, both of them up the most since 2010. What can you do about it? Well, ASFA's encouraging those struggling with the rising cost of living to perhaps access their superannuation. For more, I spoke with Deputy CEO at ASFA, Glenn McRae. Glenn, to what extent are rising cost of living pressures impacting retirees? Look, there's no doubt that the inflation genie is out of the bottle. We've seen some significant price increases on an annual basis. Petrol's up 35%. Food as well, you're looking at some cuts of meat, beef in particular over 12%, and fruit and veggies around 7%. All those are essential for retirees to have some dignity in retirement. So how exactly is it different when you compare cost of living pressures with retirees and the average wage earner? The way to think about it is that retirees are on fixed income. So effectively, people often have age pension or part age pension and super. There's very little or no capacity to get extra money. While wage earners can do the odd extra shift uh, if they have to to get by, there is no flexibility for retirees to be able to do that. But aren't retirees also getting support from the government, for example? Certainly. uh, Most retirees get a pension or part pension. Pension for a single person is about $23,000 a year. For a couple, about 33000 Look, that's a very basic lifestyle. That's where super often does the heavy lifting to lift you up so you have a bit of dignity so you can be able to afford uh, that cup of coffee or have the presents for the grandchildren. Okay, so what can retirees then do to make sure they can extend their dollar? Look, it is tough. I think one thing to think about is, yes, it is. Uh, inflation is high at the moment, We've obviously got uh, volatile economic uh, times and geopolitically, but be aware that super is a 20 to 30 year proposition. If you need super and you've got super there to pull a little bit more super out at the moment to help you get by, I would encourage people to do that. Uh, Often uh, older people, they are very cautious with their money as they should, but now's the time to let super do a little bit of heavy lifting so you can get by. But look, it is tough. The other thing as well, get a budget. Uh, Everyone at the moment should be budgeting as as well as you can. Uh, Other people have got interest rate challenges, et cetera. But budget, have a look at those streaming services. Have a look at, um, do you really need that new coat? Unfortunately, it's going to be hard decisions, um, but a budget can help you, uh, guide you to make sure you still spend up those essential things and still can have dignity. Glenn McRae there, the Deputy CEO at ASFA. Now to the Australian share market, which fell today. The S&P ASX 200 down 0.8% to 7,176. BHP shareholders did get a bit of a bonus today. I've got more details with that with 
Ben Clark. He's a portfolio manager at TMS Capital. Ben, shares are down today. Investors are concerned about a more aggressive US rate rise. Why? But we've continued to see stronger than expected economic numbers being printed, not just in Australia, but also in the US. And this in turn is prompting central bank members to warn the public that rates are going to need to lift. They're talking down the economy and the bond markets can sense that rates might need to go a little bit higher than was initially expected. So where were the biggest moves in the market today? Look, principally when you do see bond yields moving higher, you tend to see growth stocks coming off. And that's again what we saw today. It was the weakest part of the market. But it's been a pretty broad-based sell-off today. Most parts of the market have finished lower. And really energy was the only bright spot. It was the it was one of the only eleven components of the market that rose today. Okay, so an interesting story today. BHP shareholders would have noticed their Woodside shares came online today, and that's because of the merger of BHP Petroleum Assets and Woodside. What can you tell me there? Yes, so look, BHP agreed to sell its oil and gas assets to Woodside about six months ago now. This is a continued effort. I think a growing trend where we're seeing companies pitching themselves as part of the climate solution rather than part of the problem. Um, In this case, Woodside paid for those assets with Woodside shares, which BHP have passed straight through to their shareholders. Lithium has been bouncing around a lot lately. What's your take? Yeah, it's been the hot part of the market all this year. It's been the real bright spot. But we do, I think the market is starting to sense that although we know lithium is going to be an integral part of the climate solution and there's going to be growing demand for years to come, there is also going to be a significant amount of supply coming to the market. And I think the market's now looking at this and thinking the prices might be as good as it gets because we know that there's going to be a significant number of mines globally that start to come on, produce and meet that growing demand. And in this higher inflationary and interest rate environment, where do you see the opportunities? Look, the pain in 2022 has been in growth stocks, and it's principally because of that violent move that we have seen in bond yields right around the world. High quality growth businesses were the place to be for the last five years, and this is where I think the opportunities currently lie. Ben Clark there from TMS Capital. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.